It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Join the conversation and follow Knockin' Doors Down on Facebook and Instagram by searching Knockin' Doors Down. Right now through the end of April, as we're all called upon to shelter in place, let's choose to make it count. Let's give up some of the things we keep saying we want to quit, or let's start the things we keep pushing off. Join the KDD Challenge. It's 30 days. What can you do in 30 days to be the better version of you? Tell us what you'll give up for the next 30 days or start doing for the next 30 days. Give us ideas and use the hashtag KDD Challenge. Welcome to Knocking Doors Down. Jason Lachance here with you. And the handsome, uh, just devastatingly gorgeous, Mikey, what's going on, Mr. Naraki? What up, what up? All right, on this episode for you guys, we've got a a two-parter. This is a pretty cool one. Uh, We actually had a sit-down not that long ago, myself and Chris Moreno, one of the... uh, Rotating uh, co-host here uh, with Carlos Vieira, of course, the author of Knocking Doors Down and the gentleman behind uh, launching this podcast and, of course, the whole KDD media company and what our agenda is. So we talk with them about why a, a podcast to supplement the book, what the mission of this whole thing is about, because I've had people ask me, you know, what's the intent? What's it tied into? Of course, Carlos has a, a charity foundation, the Carlos Vieira Foundation, and we touch on that a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. helping people, of course, with... Uh, not only keeping kids off the streets, in programs, active to keep them away from drugs, uh, of course, which his book touches all on his his drug addiction and the positive outcome and the way he's uh, grown as an individual in life. So that's really great, uh, and it's a f- interesting conversation. I even tell you how um, we talk about how his poor wife, her sciatica, actually spawned a lot of this on. Right, so, right. So you have to sit and listen for that. And then there was something that seemed real timely. I had an interview not that long ago with an amazing woman. Her name is Lacey Evans. That's her performing name. She is a member of the WWE. She just performed at uh, WrestleMania this last weekend. I had a, a brief conversation with her that I was able to. She came from a background of addiction. And uh, so it's not only a really positive thing of how she was able to overcome that as an individual, but uh, led an example to uh, some of her siblings. She was one of seven. Uh, several of them fell to the addiction and the depression that, that eventually took her parents' lives. So, you know, she's a, a mom, a, a wife, and uh, one of the premier performers in uh, WWE. So. And a hell of a wrestler. And a hell of a wrestler, <laughs> yes. A gorgeous lady, too. So we talk a little bit about that and get into that. And then um, she was the first... Uh, in the first match ever for women to wrestle in Saudi Arabia. So oh, wow. talk about being uh, the first female performers in entertainment sports in that country. I mean, talk about knocking doors down. So she's Yeah, done, that's incredible. Yeah, she's done some great things. So we're going to be talking with her. Of course, don't forget the uh, hashtag KDD challenge that we've been going on. We had an open door for you earlier this week where we touched on our first week, how it went, 
how we did. Of course, mine was the no tobacco, uh, stepping it up with uh, eating more regularly. I have a bad habit of that and uh, some fitness. So I, I talked about the areas I did real well and the areas I faltered. How are you feeling, buddy? No tobacco? How are you feeling? No tobacco. I'm doing okay. okay. I've been doing the, the nicotine pouches. Sure, sure. So, uh, you know, yours was no alcohol. So right. and you don't drink during the week, but on the weekends you would with like your dad and your brother-in-law. So You know what? It was... Um this weekend was cool. You know, granted, there are no sports on. There's nothing like that. You know, you put on the football game or the basketball game and right. you want to crack open some beers and whatnot. But, you know, obviously everything's canceled. So with that being said, I mean, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Okay. You know what I mean? So it was still like, don't get me wrong, Friday night, I'm off for the weekend. Like, all right, I'm going to go get a beer or something. But nope, nope, just trying to stick to it. <laughs> We're all in this. We're all, We're all in, in this. this challenge now, baby. So if you want more on that, go to our social media, search Knocking Doors Down. Join the uh, hashtag KDD challenge. It's all throughout the uh, end of this month. What we're at, what we're challenging you to is uh, – Maybe starting those things that you've put off that now is mm-hmm. a good time to put some focus on it or the things that you wanted to stop doing or changing. Now is a good time to do it. So we're challenging ourselves. We're challenging you. Uh, join the conversation. And again, follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram under Knocking Doors Down. Hit it up. We want to hear from you. All right. Right now, our interview with uh, Carlos Vieira. Welcome to this episode of Knocking Doors Down. Jason here with you, hanging out with Chris. Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for having me. And Carlos. Yo, what's up? What's up? So we're jumping into it here on this one. We, you know, I kind of wanted to let people know why a podcast. Of course, we've already talked about the book, why you put the book out there. Uh, but I want to jump into a backstory of where the, the conversation of, of the podcast started between uh, Carlos and myself and then uh, Chris came into play here uh thank goodness because all this technical shit i would have totally screwed up so uh thanks <laughs> thanks to him for that so so your poor wife just a wonderful lady had sciatica and so you were doing the grocery shopping and here i am with my two kids so i'm being driven nuts you look just as nuts that day about it as me because how often do you do the grocery shopping yeah right right so yeah, so I uh, ran into you, and I knew I had this. I already had this idea for this podcast, right? Well, I don't know. Maybe you want to tell the story, Jason. But uh, okay, okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So you know, as always, uh, it, it probably I I always worry about if I exhaust the shit out of people because I'm I'm transparent on everything, and I think our friendship's always been that way, where you go, hey, Jason, Jason, what's going on? How how you doing? And I. So this fucking thing and that thing. And so I was probably griping about work, but then I did mention that I was uh, producing a podcast, um, one that I was co-hosting and producing, and then kind of started my own. And, uh, and of course, you, the way you work, it, uh, you know, the conversation was longer than that, but you're like, oh, I'm working on something. I'll call you in 30 days. And it was probably a couple of hours at most. Yeah, because I was coming out with the book, right? And I I wanted to do more than just release the book, right? Uh, my The book talks about my life story, and I open up my life, you know, of course, and all the the stupid and crazy things that I did and, and the, the sad things I did. And and so I, I didn't want it to be just that. I didn't want it just to have the book come out and, and not have any other purpose besides, you know, the reader reading it. And, and of course, hopefully they, it motivates them and inspires them to, to better themselves. But I, I, I figured we could do more. And I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm constantly looking for, 
for more things I can do, things I can do to, you know, better the, the people around me, better, you know, better uh, my foundation, um, just make a difference in this world. And so with the podcast, I think it's a great opportunity to expand and continue what the book is all about. And it's about helping others and telling, telling, telling people's stories um, and, and hopefully be inspiring and motivating someone to do something with their own life. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I think these, this podcast, what we're, what we're trying to do here as well is uh, open the doors for everyone to share their stories with us. And, and this is like a good open forum where we were saying, uh, we're just talking about a little bit ago, the beauty of podcasting is how raw and unedited uh, podcasting is. And it's, it's real. And these people that are going to be talking to you guys through this podcast medium, are you know bearing their soul they're telling very private stuff some some of their lowest moments that most people would not be happy about sharing you know uh telling these stories and the whole purpose is is that you know that even though you can be that that low and have those those lows the highs on the other end of it are really what's worth sticking it out for and trying to get on that right path and i think this this podcast has that um type of open forum in a comfortable setting, non-judgmental, yeah. that I think people um, hopefully can can hear it and feel like they want to share their stories with us. And I think that's and I think that's a big thing right there. When people, the more that people tell their stories, the more that people hear other people's stories, the more that right. they're going to be willing to tell their their own. Exactly. And, and not be and maybe maybe it won't be just you know of course getting on a microphone and, and having the world hear it, yeah. but maybe it's them opening up to their spouse or, or to a friend or. or Whatever, you know, telling them, hey, what they're struggling with. Right. And maybe that, you know, that one person they're talking to is going to help them in some way and, and help that person get past whatever that is. And, that, and it's once again, just not being ashamed, you know? Yeah. I mean, you cannot be ashamed of who you are. You got to be able to open up, talk about it, talk about it. Um, because at the end, it's all about healing and, and trying to overcome it. And if you keep it into yourself, all you're doing is actually making things worse. And and it's a good way, these podcasts, I think, where people become inspired and they hear the stories. It takes the stigmas away from things like mental health, addiction, drug and alcohol abuse that they're looked at, down upon in society, you know, and it's like some bad, horrible thing that you could never, oh, my God, you did that. Oh, I can't believe it. But that's, that's where I think, you know, it it connects with people in a podcast medium, uh, much like the book that when you're reading the story, you're putting your, yourself in their shoes. And when you're hearing something on a podcast forum like that, it's the same thing. You're putting yourself where they're at and you're like, man, this guy is talking to me. He's going through the same shit I am. And, he, and he's being real about it and they're offering some decent advice and it sounds like a good support system. And I think that's really the ultimate goal with mental health in general is having a support system and a, a open forum for you to express yourself about what you're going through in a positive and trying to make a positive um, outcome of, out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know, it's, you know, Carlos, you being very bold and putting, you know, for lack of a better term, your balls on the line, putting it out there, uh, making it, you know, it's very real. There is no holding back again in the, in the knocking doors down book. You know, my goal and agenda, because I'll be the voice heard here most. Uh, Carlos, you will be in some of those. Chris, you will be in some of those interviews too. And it would be awesome for the situation for, for all of us and, and, you know, as we continue to expand this thing. But it's not going to work and we're not going to be able to uh, connect with you folks if we sit here and we're hypocritical and judge mental and let alone hold back some of our stuff because 
Chris, you know, Carlos, you know, from personal conversations, there's a lot of shit that I've been through. Chris has been through some stuff. Obviously, Carlos, like I said, bold enough to put a book. We're going to put it out there, too. So it's not like we're coming in and here we are, the guys. So, Carl, tell us about your life. Oh, drugs, that's terrible. How could you do that to your family? It's like, look, we've done some fucked up shit and and we're owning it. And, and I think that's one of the big reasons why, Jason, when I you know, ran into you there at Save Our <laughs> when I was shopping, and when I had this idea with this podcast, you know, I, I thought of you. You know, I know I've known you for a long time, and you're a real guy, and I know you went through some stuff. And and to to host a podcast like this, you have to be able to be real and be honest yeah. and, and be vulnerable and, and make that person feel very comfortable talking about their life and and uh, and, and knowing that they're not alone. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, and you're going to be thankful now. So now when we talk, uh, you will have given me this forum to unload that now when you go Jason Jason what's up and I'll be like I'm good Carlos I'm good <laughs> people look at me like you're good you're good when do I ever just say that Chris no, not <laughs> very often <laughs> well you know what one thing too I think it's very you know I think for the for the speaker for the person that's going to be here talking I think it's very healing too yes. for all of us yep. you know I mean writing this book took me you know 15 16 months to write this book I didn't tell nobody I was writing it it was just me and my computer every time I had a you know, maybe a, a minute before I went to sleep, or or I was took some time, you know, a weekend to get away somewhere. Um, it was healing because yeah. I, I it, re- it made me reflect to my past and 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 the, and the struggles and what I put my family through, and and, and I started taking responsibility yeah. too for my mm-hmm. actions. You yeah. know, uh, the book you know talks very you know clearly that hey, it's nobody else's response, nobody else's fault but mine. I right. made all those choices, and. Uh, it actually it made me feel good. It made me feel like in a good place, and um, you know, and I hope that everybody that reads it understands that that I was being as real as can be, so that I can help others in need. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I think I think that does come across in just my short amount of time reading it. Like I was saying, I haven't finished it all yet, but just the the first seven chapters that I've read so far, um, just it's it's like I was saying, it's like I'm I'm walking around with you in the book, and it was it's written in such a a relatable, non-pretentious way that uh, anyone can just kind of read it and be like, "Damn, you know, that's that's a that's an amazing story uh, so far." And I think that this podcast is a great complement to continuing that story and also to share others as well. Because when you put out a book like this, it's like you were saying on the last episode that um, it's such a powerful piece of your personal life and work that you didn't just want to put it out and then that's it with no kind of, you know, Hey, this is it. I'm done. I, I think because of the, the honestness and the uh, empathy that you had in writing this book, that the podcast is a perfect complement to uh, open the door, breaking doors down for other people uh, to feel like it's a safe, uh, safe area to come and talk about this and share your story here, just like the way you shared it in the book. And if we can just, you know, and those people that are listening to the podcast, if, if we can just have, and I, I tell this to the people around me all the time, you know, anytime, anytime I do anything, if it's the race for autism or the race to, in the stigma or the race to be drug free campaigns, if we can just help one person, you know, it's all, it's all worth it. Yeah. Right. So these people that are listening for, if, if every episode is helping one person, or if we have, you know, people, multiple people, you know, heard one thing that better the better their day, better their life, better the future or whatever else. To me, it's all worth it. And so mm-hmm. as as we do more of these and we expand and, and to me, it's just more people that we're reaching out and more people that we're helping. Yep. 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 Well, and we want to encourage you too. Uh, we'll have other points of uh, positivity and encouragement we're putting out there, of course, on our on our Facebook and uh, Instagram. You could search knocking doors down and uh 
like and follow, please, and share that content. And we'll be posting up stuff concerning guests and uh, everything coming up. And we'll also have, uh, if you've not yet subscribed already and you're listening for the first time, make sure to do so on the podcast platform you're listening, be it uh, the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, Spotify. You can get more details at kddmediacompany.com, not only on the podcast, but the book. You know, we settled on in, in conversation, the, the episodes, I had someone ask me, why four o'clock on a Thursday? Well, as people that used, you know. Yeah, yeah, especially for me. I mean, to me, that was one of the things that led into, you know, those weekends of uh, binging, right? You start you start on a Thursday night, and, there, and then that Thursday became, you know, Friday, then Saturday, and then before you know it's Sunday morning and Monday morning and like oh my lord so it's the weekends are always tough because you know you start hanging out and start doing things maybe you shouldn't do you know yeah. and sometimes you do that because you're lonely sometimes you do that because you're bored and and whatever that is and so we're doing it at four o'clock our, ep, our, our episodes are, are going to be uh, playing at four o'clock on Thursdays uh, because it's it's a to, it's a good tool to have yeah. you know where people know that they can tune in listen to what we got going on and hopefully keep their weekends uh, focused and doing the po- positive things and getting through the the weekend uh, uh, healthy and, and doing something positive with their life. Yeah, we want to see you come back around on, on Monday, not, you know, not from our... Yeah, from our selfish standpoint, but uh, no, from that of those those that love you and and that you can know you can contribute and you are here to contribute. You you, one of the things I talked about on one of the daily doors was the odds of just becoming a human being is one in uh, what was it one in four hundred trillion. Uh, the the statistics. So you are uniquely you, the only one that will ever exist on the planet. And we want you to know that. We want you to take some notice of that. We want you to be able to look in the mirror and have have a sense of pride and, uh, you know, humility and and maybe you know remorse is a uh, an important part of if you are struggling in say your area is addiction. But maybe if something affected you and you were of uh, you know trauma, that reach out, get out there to a community that can help you. There's other people that have been in that that won't that that want to see you. A if it's sobriety, if B if it's you you were victimized or whatever it is that you really can lean on you really can trust and we just want to be something to supplement that i think this podcast also is one of the the more shareable type of podcasts out there you know sure there's other types of podcasts where you're like hey you got to check this out it's really interesting but ones like this it's it's really like when you share this podcast with your friend you could change their life because it, it could all it takes like what carlos was saying is one word or one phrase or one little passage of a story that's going to connect with someone and, and, and change their life in a positive way. And that's all just with sharing this podcast the way it is right now, which is like, to me, it's a really powerful thing. Uh, the stuff that we're putting out there for you guys to share with your friends and family uh, and whoever you have in your life that you think could use some help. Uh, that's what this is there for. Yeah, and it's neat too that uh, you know the ideas we have about to bring in different types of people too, right? Yeah. You're bringing you're bringing in some celebrities, you're bringing in some some medical some professionals, people, professionals. Uh, you know, one of the neat things that I I liked, you know, there's a time in my life where I was binging, right, going up yeah. and down, you know, using and and uh, going to rehabs and so forth, and uh, you know, going out to one of these rehabs, finding somebody yeah. that is, you know trying to overcome addiction and have them come in 
and let's bring a counselor. Let's have him talk to. Yeah, tell his story. Tell his stories. Talk about it, and then let's let's stay up with the, his progress. You know, have yeah. him come back here in three months, six yeah. months, and see how he's doing. Because he might, you know, maybe he's struggling. There's something that we can say. You know, maybe the counselor can say, or we can say to maybe keep him, you know, on on the right path. Yep. Um. You know, if he is he is doing well, that's his mo- motivational for someone else that maybe struggling. Hey, this and I heard this guy when he was first started. Now he's three months clean, six months clean. You know. Yep. And he's doing well. You know, if he can do it, I can do it. You know, it's all about believing yourself. When you hear other people accomplishing their goals and so forth, it just motivates them to do the same. Yeah, and I think it motivates the the people from the rehab centers when they hear like, oh man, hey, I could go on a podcast and tell my story. That's cool. You know, instead of just telling the same old counselor that he's got to tell all the time and maybe these people that are sick of hearing his stuff he could tell his story here on this podcast forum and touch so many different people with an exciting or just you know um whatever a very interesting story that this medium allows for these people to have their stories heard on a much larger scale that i think is inspiring for them when they feel like no one's listening or no one's taking them seriously or that they don't have a voice and that's exactly what this podcast does is it gives them a voice, it gives them people as a support group and an audience for them to tell their story. And know that they can talk, they can come talk about their life story and, and not feel yeah, embarrassed or ashamed or all that because we all been through it. You know, we all have some <laughs> fucked up stories, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, no, I can't judge anybody else ever, you know? And so it's all good. You, you know, people come here and, and, and feel comfortable. And, yeah. uh, and that's, that's my goal. That's our goal. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny you talk about that. I thought of something that... Uh, God, I want to say it was my dad said this to me, and I, it could just be my shattered memory of things. But uh, it's, uh, as I recall, son, we all make a goofy face when we take a shit. So who are we to judge other people? <laughs> That's some great advice. Yeah, of course. You know, my dad. Uh, uh, you know, he's uh, over twenty years of sobriety so is you know it's something that's ran in my family and my family has agreed especially my dad who his his mottos and mantras always been if i can help one person then i'll tell my story as many times as it takes so you know he's already agreed i'm going to make it unfortunately my father can't walk due to an accident but i'm going to take the mobile equipment journey and I'm going to go up there and have conversations with them and, you know, ask how it maybe even uh, affected my mom. I don't know that we'll get in a group room together because I could just see that going bad (laughs) with, do you want to know the shit I was put through? (laughs) Um, No, no. I, well, actually I do, but uh, you know, and I think it'd be interesting. My older brother, he's never struggled with any sort of addiction, whereas I did and wondering, you know, grew up in the same household, you know, um, why did it affect me? Why yeah, not him? Be good to get his perspective. Hey, yeah. you know what? It, what was it that I was running around like a madman, and what kept you occupied? What mm-hmm. what 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 was it that you had you know going for you at that time that kept you away from idle hands, so yeah. to speak? You know. Yeah. So I think it'd just be interesting. So I'm both I'm, sides of the coin. You know, yeah. I think both have equal good stories to tell. You don't have to just be an addict. You know, how did you stay away from being an addict? You probably were surrounded by addicts. So mm-hmm. what was it that? you saw that you didn't want to do and you identified that trigger or whatever it was and stayed away from it, you know? And that's really ultimately kind of the goal is to try and stay away from those triggers. Like we were saying in the, at the end of your book, you have this nice uh, pool of knowledge and, and wealth of resources for people that you discuss some of your triggers and the resources that helped you uh, stay clean, right? Yeah. Well, exactly. Because I, I believe this podcast is not, like you say, not just for people that, are, are struggling themselves, right? It yeah. could be to prevent people from going down the wrong road. Yep. The people that are, are on that wrong road get off of it. Right. Yep. And the people that have been 
clean for story. a while just to stay focused and, and so forth. Or maybe even just somebody maybe that is in a, a loved one that is ha- dealing with someone else dealing with, with whatever right, struggles exactly. they have. Yes. Hearing something that might help them to be able to communicate better. Yep. You know, I mean, that's one of the things that, that when I was going through, you know, I heard all the time, you know, the people that love me, my parents, uh, my wives, you know, hey, why are you doing this? Don't you, don't you love us? Don't you, right. you know, don't you have enough to live for? You know, you have a good job, you you know, and, and it was hard for them to understand that it wasn't about them. Yeah. Right? yeah. It, was, it was me. And, yep. and, you know, a lot of parents hurt because they think they're it's taking their responsibility fault. for yeah. it. Like, it's their fault. Maybe they, those people themselves could be listening to our podcast and hearing and realize, something that yeah. realize, hey, you know what? It ain't my fault. I'm gonna stop blaming myself, and and maybe change their the direction, not the direction, but the the way they're going about or the dealing with their their loved ones. Yeah, and it might be more healing for those people that are, you know, maybe they will never try drugs, and we don't have to worry about them. But you know, our podcast, I believe, is for everyone. Yep. Yeah, I think so. And you know, it's funny you talk about that because, uh, and I know when I I talk to him, uh, my dad, that is him that there was some of the things that my dad did feel a sense of remorse of some of the things that happened and, and really, you know, kind of life choices that led me to the point because I went from the guy that was no big deal. I could go out, to, you know, and drink once a once in a blue moon, no big deal, to where it became something. And I think, you know, there were some things that occurred where my dad does. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You were responsible for your addiction. I'm responsible for mine. All of my life things, you you know, you, you can't carry that guilt there, Pops. You know, I had my stuff, and maybe it is in the genes or something, you know. I, I Who knows, you know. He says, way back to our Native American ancestors, because I guess my great-great-grandmother was a big old lady with tobacco in her mouth and drinking fire water, as she called it. <laughs> I mean, I'm dead serious, you know. So I, we, we don't know, so we can dig into these kind of things. But, um, you know, we're not just going to touch on addiction. There's going to be stuff where it's mental and emotional health, where there's some folks that have agreed to come come in that if uh struggle with severe depression anxiety military um, too right military yep yep ptsd yeah. and all kinds of areas of overcoming different stuff it but, could be as simple you know something like obesity too yeah you know, yes. overeating yep. you know because that's that's a very good point yeah for, right. for food for food for a lot of people is an addiction and mm-hmm. addiction to sugar and addiction to all that stuff is very real and if yeah if you're not a smoker or a drinker chances are you're an eater and you know that's just another form of the way that we try and I don't know what it is with us being humans and the way we kind of like focus our energy on stuff like that. But it's like if we don't focus it on the right things, it can lead to a destructive path no matter what it is, yeah. whether it's eating, whether it's food, whether it's smoking, whether it's whatever. It's about being finding your better self. Yes. Yeah, I, I honestly believe that. I honestly believe that all of us deep down inside, we have that true being that we want, you know, yes. the person we want to be, right? Deep down yeah. inside, we all want that. It just sometimes it seems overwhelming. It seems like, oh my God, how do I ever get there? How hard is it going to be to get there? Yep. And so, you know, the podcast is helping people find that, yeah. whatever that is, you know, whatever their goals are, whatever, whatever they truly want to be, let's help them get there. Yep, and that's what this podcast is about. Hey, that's what the book is about, and it was really a great title. And if you want to know about the title and where that came from, go to kddmediacompany.com. You can order the book now. Again, as we've been talking, all the funds from the sales of the book go 100% towards the foundation and the organization there. Uh, I mean, everything from keeping kids off the streets, um, off of drugs, alcohol, getting them focused, getting into different activities after school, helping with the autism program, as well as the um, race to end the stigma 
concerning mental and emotional health there. So uh, it's all for a great cause. But uh, hey, guys, thanks. This this was a fun another one to uh, touch thank on you, here. Jason. And uh, thanks, Jason. Now we got the podcast out. Now you know why. And uh, we thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, Spotify, and again for more details on all of it, you can go to kddmediacompany.com. The Carlos Vieira Foundation with the race for autism, the race to end the stigma, and the race to be drug-free campaigns. The Carlos Vieira Foundation strives to help those in our community who are affected by autism spectrum disorders, those who are living with mental illness, and to raise awareness and educate the community about the harmful effects of drug use. The Carlos Vieira Foundation, education, fundraising, and facilitating resources. For more information, go to carlosvierafoundation.org or call 209-394-1444. On the phone with me, a lady that's not only an example of uh, inspiration, but perspiration, and uh, she is just a phenomenal performer. I'm a huge fan of her work. The lady of WWE, Lacey Evans. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Excellent. Well, I'm really excited to talk to you. Of course, uh, just coming off the Royal Rumble. Again, congratulations on a stellar match with Bailey there. Uh, my kids and I were on the edge of our seat enjoying it. Uh, and <laughs> Thank I think, you. I think the biggest congratulations and the thing that really moved me was uh, your husband and daughter in the crowd. Oh, thank you. Yeah, they had, they had fun, and my baby's a feisty one, so... <laughs> Any chance she gets to see her mama or try to help her mama out, she loves it. That's awesome. Well, Lacey, one of the things that I think fans don't get to uh, see about uh, you folks as performers is the adversities that you've had to overcome. Uh, of course, you were uh, from broken home, one of seven children. How did you get an inspiration to uh, strive to become a WWE superstar? Because sometimes that type of adversity is the thing that uh, can shackle someone and really hinder them from ever uh, being motivated and going for such um, lofty goals that are that I just right. love and adore. Right. I didn't uh, grow up wanting to be a, w- a superstar. A w- I didn't even know what WWE was, to be honest with you. I My father was an addict. Um, my parents suffered with addic- addiction and depression, and mm-hmm. there I was a kid with many siblings who were fallen fallen to the same footsteps as as our parents. And I just knew I couldn't end up like that. And so I started wrestling in high school, um, not professionally wrestling, just folk style, freestyle. Uh, I got first in the state of Florida, ninth in the nation, and I just continued to work hard. Uh, college was definitely uh, in my mind because, like I said, I didn't want to end up um, like my parents were. And I knew there had to have been a better life out there. So at 19 years old, I joined the Marine Corps, and I was a military police officer. And that's when, for the first time, I learned the other side of of motivation and drive. And that is something that I didn't find growing up in my home. Um, so I chose the Marine Corps because it was the hardest option that I could choose. I knew that I would find motivation there. I would find role models to, to show me a, a more disciplined and motivated life. And I wanted to push myself. So one thing led to another, and believe it or not, by being one of the only females on a SWAT team in the Marine Corps, military police officer, I ran into a staff sergeant who did what I thought to be backyard wrestling. And within a week, I was in the ring. And let, within a handful of months, I had a WWE tryout to see if I had what it took. And coming from a rough upbringing, I, I knew what hell was. I knew that there was nothing that I couldn't take after everything I've been through. So I said, hell, why not? If there was a way that I could become famous, because I didn't care about money, I didn't care about fame, but I knew that if I could get this job, if I could get this platform, I could help 
so many babies that are going through what I went through and are questioning their futures and are questioning what they're capable of. And I'm the first hand. I know what you're capable of. And that is anything that you set your mind to as long as you don't, as long as you break the cycle. You don't have yes. to, just because those are the cards you were dealt does not mean that it's the life that you have to live. And, and I'm proof of that. Yes, absolutely. And that's, and I, I just I align with you very much in a, in a similar manner, coming from a, a background of addiction, not a lot of self-belief, and, and I was kind of a kid that was uh, seen, not heard, and ironically to work in a profession where, where voice is, uh, is what I do, and is kind of that, that no-quit attitude, and that's uh, one of the things for, for me as a fan of your work that, uh, that I've really enjoyed is, is that attitude that you have. And another huge congratulations that, that people may not be aware of. Of, um, and that you also put on a stellar match with Natalia was going to Saudi Arabia to WWE Crown Jewel. And I like to get your perspective. You were the first ever women's match in a country that, uh, you know, people that, that know what goes on there that are aware of some of the gender standards and things. What kind of an impact does that have on you, especially as a mom of, of a young daughter? That, that you got to represent that opportunity that just has yeah. to be such an honor. It's it's motivating is what it is. I mean, I like I said, I, I knew that coming into WWE that if I could just get this contract, if I could just get the opportunity, um, that I would make a difference. And I thought of it on such a, a, a scale of addiction and depression and, and the sports and the impact that they have on young kids and, and hopefully even parents that are addicted and that they could – Open, maybe I could open their eyes to get help. And, and the next thing you know, I'm going to Saudi Arabia to break, make history as and break down doors that have never been opened for females in, within sports. And that was just incredible. So it was like one hit after another. And, and just to go home after all of this and look at my baby and read, you know, some of the comments from the fans that are, that are saying, you know, thank you for helping me. Thank you for the voice that you're using to to bring awareness to all of this and to make these changes and to make history and to just, you know, it it's just motivating to me. And this job gets hard. And, you know, yes. we're on the road so much. We get so tired physically. It, you know, our bodies are hurting and we're doing the best we can. But, and, but it's days like that and it's comments like that and it's memories of, of what I'm doing, the actual impact I'm making that it keeps me going and keeps me motivated. So I've just been so blessed. Um, to get these opportunities, and um, I will continue to work hard in order to get more, uh, just to set the set an example and make a change for for not only our youth, but like I said, the parents who need it, the the women in sports who need it, the world because the world's going through hell as we speak, and there's so much positive that that can come of it, and it's people like me with this platform that needs to take advantage of that. I firmly believe so. I'm just excited to see where my future goes so I can try to help as many more people as I can. I think you've done just an amazing job. I, When I was watching um, the uh, Crown Jewel with my kids, and I've got a son and a daughter, and I was explaining to uh, to my daughter the impact of what this meant. And, uh, of course, being a huge professional wrestling fan, there's the Smarks, the Smart Marks, and their comments about the WWE and going and the, the dollars and cents, and that's what it's about. And I said, no, guys, I guarantee you, 
that they're going to have a women's match in this country, and we take it for granted here, uh, although women still don't have all the, the rights and equal advantages, in my opinion, that they, they need, they deserve, they've earned, just on a human level, and I don't, I don't care what your, your, your situation is, uh, LBGTQ community, whatever right. it is. And I said, I guarantee you that they will have a women's match in that country. And that will be a revolutionary change and an example of how this form of entertainment that we love, and uh, I've worked in the profession as a commentator, a ring announcer, uh, will bring about some sort of change. There is a greater intent here that I guarantee you will come to fruition. Right. And so it's just uh, so incredibly inspirational. And, uh, of course, Lacey Evans, the lady of WWE, knocking doors down, doing an amazing job. Uh, congratulations on all your success thus far. And, of course, I just love hearing no resting on your laurels. Uh, much more success. I, I'm looking forward. I'm cheering you on to get that WWE women's title. Congratulations on where you've gotten to and your continual success. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. Right on. That was uh, Lacey Evans of the WWE. And, of course, uh, man, it's cool to be able to speak with her as a, as a huge fan of professional wrestling. It was uh, it's a real pleasure. You fanboying over there? I fanboy. <laughs> I fanboy. I, that, that happens to me. Well, hey, guys, uh, uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget you can join the KDD Challenge. Search us on social media. That's hashtag KDD Challenge. Look up Knocking Doors Down Instagram and Facebook and join the conversation you know we want to be a part of inspiring you and you guys inspire us so let us know what you're doing better in yourselves people we want to hear about it carlos Vieira, of course the author of knocking doors down you can go to kddmediacompany.com uh, purchase that book now all the funds not proceeds all the funds every single bit of it goes towards the carlos Vieira foundation which that includes the uh, race for autism program race to be drug free and race to end the stigma inquire about it it's uh, really the antithesis for everything that we're doing that if uh, we can help just one person this will all be worth it yeah yeah all right, guys. Well, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Knocking Doors Down. Subscribe now on Apple Podcast app, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio app. You can also go to kddmediacompany.com. Leave us a five-star review. Tell a friend, and uh, we'll talk at you soon. Don't forget I will most likely quit tomorrow. This podcast contains the views and opinions of the knocking doors down hosts and their guests to the show. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for informational purposes only. And because each person is sharing their unique perspective, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and website are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors. Privacy is of the utmost importance to us. For those wishing anonymity, people, places, and scenarios mentioned in the podcast have been changed to protect confidentiality at the request of certain guests. This website or podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis for expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast or website. 
In no way does listening, reading, emailing, or interacting on social media with their content establish a doctor-patient relationship. If you find any errors in any of the content of this podcast or blogs, please send a message through the contact page. This podcast is owned by KDD Media Company.